Once upon a time, Polly ran frantically through the dark forest of fear and doubt, until one day she slowed down enough to notice the trees were beautiful. The more she noticed the trees, the less she saw the darkness. She discovered she was in an olive grove rather than a forest. This is when she uncovered her magic truth. Polly's purpose is to shine in every way. Welcome to her manifesting success story. Hello and welcome to this episode. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and I am back with Polly for another moment in her Years of Growth series. Welcome, Polly. Hello, Cassie. Thank you for having me back. Of course, I'm excited. It is August 26, 2021. I think it's been about six months since our last interview. Wow. Yeah. Had a lot of amazing things <laughs> going on. And the first one I want to talk about, because I love sharing these things, is what is your August manifested total? I would love to share that. So I just calculated it this morning and it's uh, $10,800. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because, um, I was at 6,000 and something, and then I thought I finished. And then I was like, Oh no, no, I forgot this happened. (laughs) I went back and added it. And then I I thought I finished. And then again, I I thought, Oh, I just did a voiceover for Emily in Paris. That was 3000. So that brought my total to 10,800. Yay. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. More than 10 K. Yes, that's awesome. I love that. And I love, so listeners, I always like to share this, like you're in the presence. If you're listening to this podcast, you get to take evidence that Polly's manifested over $10,000 in one month. Like you're sitting with that person. They're close to you in this instance. Yes. And I love that part of the the manifested money has been for this luxury vacation that I didn't pay for <laughs> with my sister and my family yeah, in Mexico. So that was great. It's been really wonderful. It had, I've had a really great August and it was your birthday. It was my extra, birthday. Extra sparkles on this month. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I love that. Amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, um, it's, it's been a while, but what was your biggest aha or growth since our last interview? The last interview, I had just recovered from COVID and that was, you know, February. Um, And the biggest aha was at the moment and still is, is the, what if I did nothing and still got everything that I wanted? So that's been the biggest shift for me. um, And the best thing that came out of COVID for me was receiving, getting into the letting go part and receiving everything and having $11,000, you know, just fall into my lap jobs, getting to travel, getting to make a difference, um, working on my training for my dream role, spending time with family, uh, learning to be present. Mm -hmm. And the last, um, our second to last one-on-one, you had said that now it's time for things to just line up. So that's still part of doing nothing and allowing things to fall into place. So, and reaping the benefits and the joy of all of that. So it's been a lot of ahas, but the foundation being just do nothing and follow inspiration. Yes. I love that. And so that has led to all of those amazing things that you just listed, right? Yes. 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 And things that um, we had set into motion mm-hmm. that all of a sudden happened that that I, I thought, oh my God, like um, 
going to Iraq happened. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and in the midst of being in Iraq, a photo shoot happened and a top designer and it was a dream. And it was one of those things. I'm like, am I really doing like a a photo shoot in Iraq (laughs) for like the the most famous Iraqi designer? Of course I was. And I, I text you because we were supposed to have a one-on-one. You're mm-hmm. like, yes, go, go live. Go, go have fun in your photo shoot. So things like that, that you're like, how did that happen? But who cares? It happened because we set it into motion. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. I loved mm-hmm. when that happened. Yeah. Um, so what's the coolest piece of evidence that you've seen since our last interview? So um, before we met, I, I wrote down all the things that stuck out. And it's funny because there's the big things like going to Iraq and, uh-huh. and getting the $11,000. But there's two things that happened that I thought, oh, my goodness, this is this is me. Um, one was I had to go get new point shoes for ballet. And um, I called to make an appointment. And the lady that does the fitting said, oh, you know, I, I use this brand called Gaynor Mindens that they have been discontinued. They're Russian now. They don't make them in the U.S. And she has very little left. Um, but maybe we can find something else. And I love these shoes. These are, you know, my best yes. point shoes. So I went and she measured my foot and she was like, ah, we just, we have like one left. Let me see what it is. And of course it was my, my shoe. And the lady goes, you were born under a lucky star because this never happens. But of course, like here. And so I was mm-hmm. like, of course I was born under a lucky star and my shoes were waiting for me. So that was, that was one hearing her say I was born under a lucky star. And then the other one was, um, uh, like a couple of weeks ago, I was going to, I was going down to Virginia to dog sit for my brother and I wanted to get there earlier on the Amtrak. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got there as soon as possible to see if I could, you know, find a seat. But the, the, the train, the guy said, oh, there's, it's completely booked unless you want to pay like 200 extra dollars. And I was like, ah, it's worth it. I'm here. You know, I'll pay it. And then he said, oh, we just had a cancellation. <laughs> like that second, as he goes in, he's like, we just had a cancellation. So it's only, it was only $30 to change my ticket. But the best part was um, you were at the right place at the right time, kiddo. <laughs> like, and so that, him saying that, I was like, yes, yes, I am, um, was so great. So being born under a lucky star and being at the right place at the right time, these little moments, these yes. that I, I took. I've like journaled and di- you know, put in my diary and my evidence log and everything. Those are huge deals for me. That's amazing. I love those. Mm-hmm. Um, very cool. So how, what's the biggest way that you've grown over the past few months? I've noticed that the biggest way I've grown is that I, I'm so aware and finally tuned into what a how is. I still mm-hmm. like play the how, you know, yes. but I know that I'm doing it. Um, but I think that I'm aware of what a how is mm-hmm. and that what I'm ultimately seeking is the feeling. So it's so much easier for me to, to tap into what I want and be clear on what I want and find the feeling and then let go. I'm getting really, really good at letting go and like go, like distracting myself with either, you know, um, hanging out with my boyfriend or mm-hmm. looking at a fun YouTube video or having a glass of wine, you know, I'm, I feel really good about not having to figure out the how and doing something that I like to do that seems completely unrelated to what I want. So I've gotten really, I'm getting really, really good at that. Yay. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And feeling really good about it. Like knowing that it's okay to be text, you know, having funny texts with my brother or my friend. Yes. Knowing that that's actually creating more than figuring out, oh, how do I get this done? 
Yes, absolutely. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. That's you've come so far. Like that's such a good example of, because I know, like, I remember in the very beginning, like one of your first interviews, it was like, I, you know, I I wasn't living because Mm -hmm. I was so focused on manifesting or probably howing it if we get more technical, right. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't leveraging manifesting stuff. It was howing it, but like Mm -hmm. to hear you, realize, Oh, I can let go of this. How, and I can go enjoy my life and live is amazing. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it's the reason why I went to Mexico because I'm, you know, training for this role. And you would think that taking a vacation to Mexico is not conducive to training and preparing, but you were saying, what if going to Mexico with your family makes you a better ballerina or prepares you for the role even more because you're you are living in the present and you're being yourself, you're being your, your future self. And that is exactly what's happening is I feel like I'm really training for the role by following inspiration and being with my family and, and following the things that feel really good to me. Yes. Yay. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I love it. So how have you seen your future self show up over the past few months? Um, it's more like how things are showing up that I'm recognizing is my future self. Yes. Like, um, like going to Iraq. Um, and I, I know I did some work cause I had some apprehension about going to Iraq and we did some work, but in the end, of course I listened to you, which is why I worked out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, like saying yes to things that were pulling me, mm-hmm. um, where it, it, it can feel a little bit treacherous because I really wanted to go to Iraq, but I felt like I shouldn't. And, but instead I went with what was really pulling me. And then, um, we were able to create these videos and everything that was happening in Iraq, the people that we were meeting, the experiences that we were having, the, the, like the impact that I felt that was created is so future self that, um, I think, my future self is i my current self is really allowing her to pull me and i i'm again becoming more acutely aware of that happening and i think the magic happens when i'm unsure you know that um of what to do i'm like i i know that there's a pull but i don't know it still feels like i'm being weighted down by my current self um but my current self is learning to just be open and pulled and trust, trusting that she's the one pulling me because that was, that pull is so it's, um, you can feel the pull going in the right direction, the one that feels good. So that, that I'm getting way, way, way better at that. Yay. That's amazing. <laughs> um, and as far as manifestations go, would you say the photo shoot in Iraq was the best one or has there been another oh, amazing best manifestation since our last interview? Um, I feel like the photo shoot happening was like my future, like when I really cared about photo shoots, that's what I really wanted. I, I felt like it would, the photo shoot happened as like the universe being like, this is what you wanted. Like, this is blatant. Here you go. You know, this is, this is amazing. And, and like, um, it just so happened that the, the, um, the makeup artist, his favorite artist of all time is Audrey Hepburn. And he was, he was like, Oh my God, I'm going to make, you know, we just had that connection. So that was amazing. Um, but I think that the best manifestation was the, like the people that we met 
in Iraq. Like we met um, really smart, incredible, young, progressive people that want to change the face of Iraq. And I thought, like, I wasn't, I wouldn't have connected with these people in the past, but now I, I am who I am and I care about these things. And we met journalists and, um, and physicists and neuroscientists and female uh, doctors and people that I was so amazed and impressed by that wanted to talk to us and make a difference. So I think the fact that these people showed up um, and they, they, I'm so proud that they're my friends now. Um, I, I think that's the best manifestation is like the people we met. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody is curious about this, um, and if you don't have it exactly, we'll get it in the show notes. But w- how would they like search YouTube to find this video? Oh, like, what are some words question. they could put in, or what channel do they look for? Um, so the channel is my boyfriend. His name is Luke Heater, L U K E Heater H E A T E R. Um, and if you just look up. Um, traveling in Iraq, you know, there's such little YouTube, YouTube, Mm -hmm. you know, searches for it that he would probably, um, show up. But another thing is we met other YouTubers that also like to travel the way we do. And one of a very successful one, his name's Jay Palfrey. He wanted to meet with Luke and we got to meet him and he, you know, he's a friend now that, I mean, I really love his work. And he told Luke, like, he's, it'll, it's only a matter of time for it to be, you know, for his account to skyrocket. So that, that was also a nice, I really loved hearing that. And it's, I'm grateful that I get to support Luke's dream in doing what he wants. Cause I'm, I totally love what, what he's doing with these YouTube videos. Yay. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, so what is some coaching that I give you or someone else in these past six months that has really clicked? I think you've alluded to some of it, but give our listeners a little more specific what what that coaching was about or what it looked like okay so the one that i, I was looking past on my notes um the one that i'm i'm really intentionally working not working but allowing it to work on me is being in the present moment and that in the present moment like that's when uh i'm open and i can tap into the collective energy of and because i have um this dream role that's happening. And when I'm up for the role and I, I'm doing it for the producers, if I'm not in the present moment, uh, what can steer me astray is wanting to, to nail it or wanting to be perfect for it. But then that will make me more miss the mark than if I'm there, I show up as me and I allow the whole moment, the collective moment to move me, to move through me and that we're all creating it together. And there's something so, um, but puts me at ease at that, about that, that we're all creating this together. And that when we are creating it together, there's nothing more beautiful or powerful than that because we did it together and it's a beautiful moment. So that's what I really, really intentionally um, setting into motion and allowing it to flourish in my body, you know. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Um, (laughs) how do you know it's happening? Because I'm, I'm practicing doing nothing and I'm getting updates and I'm getting great updates. Like our, the show has been financed by one investor instead of a bunch of investors 
because the largest companies in the world are backing this project because, um, and this is all news that I'm not asking for, but the producer is seeking me out to let me know this, you know? Um, and it's, I think it, it's all, it's all in the conversations around me, um, that everything is like, I'm not chasing anything. I'm staying still and doing what I love. And then it all shows up that that's, that's pretty, a really great feeling. Yay. It is amazing. <laughs> um, as we kind of wrap up, tell us what's something that you've overcome in the last couple months or grown through. Oh, uh, I feel like I'm always overcoming something and grown into. There's something that we, we talk about a lot and it's, um, you know, working with this producer and that I've allowed in the past for him to have control over me. You know, like if I go, if I travel, do I need to say something? If I do this, do it, does he need to know? And it was, it's important because I really care about this producer. He really cares about me. We have a wonderful um, relationship and he doesn't like, he doesn't control me, but I've given him that <laughs> position in my life. He's never once asked for that. And so working through that, um, you've told me, you know, does my future self have other people control her life? And of course the answer is no, I control my life. So grow, but because this person is so important in my life, I make him so important. There's the fear that I'm going to let him down or disappoint him, but I've growing into that. That's not possible that, that there is no disappointment. And if for some weird reason, then that's just not for me and something else will show up. So I, I really love that, that there's, that no one has control over me. I'm in control. And, um, I didn't have to say anything to him about anything and nothing happened. We still have a great relationship. We, everything is still going according to plan. And if anything, um, I know I would respect a person who's in control of their own life. So I think it's, it's that feeling is growing in me. You know, I'm, I'm someone to be respected because I'm in control of my life. And I think that when someone has that, I see them as someone I can count on and rely on and that they're responsible and someone I want on my side. So it's been a really cool way to, to, to grow is having this experience. Yes, that's awesome. Um, thank you so much for sharing that and everything with us. As we wrap up today, is there anything else on your heart and your mind that you want to share or say to listeners? Um, uh, there's always so much, but I do nothing. Practice and see what happens <laughs> yes. if, if you do nothing and, and then and observe everything coming to you mm-hmm. and how easy it is, yes. how easy and fun it is. I think that's uh, such a relief. It's a wonderful thing. Yay. I love it. Well, thank you, Polly, for sharing this amazing moment in your journey with us. Oh my God. Thank you so much, Cassie. You are just a miracle. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. And thank you all for listening. Make sure to come back and check out what else is awesome in Polly's life next time. The telling of stories is so powerful, both to the person telling it and the person receiving it. Since 30,000 BC, we as humans have told stories to teach and guide. And now we, with Manifesting Success Stories, hope to inspire you to what is possible in your own life. 
If you want more manifesting success, go to moremanifestingsuccess.com where you'll find links to anything we've talked about on the show. Thank you for joining us today. And remember, you have the power to write your own happy ever after.